Welcome to season three of Montrose Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Cahill Farella, and I'm glad you can join us for this Montrose Mini, a short format episode of what's currently happening here at Montrose School in Medfield, Massachusetts, where girls are called to greatness. It's beyond just the numbers or the statistics. It's about really connecting with empathy and figuring out how did this ever happen and what can we do? When Montrose Senior and President of the Student Government, Mavis Fahey, heard about the crisis in Yemen, she had no idea that she was about to become active in a cause. Connecting with empathy, as she says, has enabled Mavis to bring awareness to the plight of the Yemeni people and to challenge herself and anyone who will listen to put that empathy into action. I commend you for shining a light um, on the dire situation of the people in Yemen. Tell me, how did you decide to focus your energies on this cause? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's hard to look back and decide on any single moment where I decided that I really wanted to dig into the crisis in Yemen, but it was definitely sometime in July, just in the aftermath of a lot of the uncertainty our country and the world has been facing um, leading into the summer. And I think one of the reigning emotions that we felt as Americans is just helplessness. Trying to figure out how we can help in any given situation, how we can make things better. Um, and it's been hard for sure. But I think with um, one day I was just online reading about the news, reading about things going on in the world and I came across a little mention about Yemen. And um, a couple years ago there was a little hiccup on social media about the Yemen crisis and what was happening, but I hadn't really researched it before. I didn't know a lot about it. So I just decided to head to Google um, and find out a little more about it. And I was just completely taken aback. Um, I couldn't believe that I'd never learned about it in school. I couldn't believe that people weren't talking about it, especially leading up to the, to the election. I just couldn't believe that this wasn't front and center in our day. Um, and so I was trying to figure out what we could do. My first thought was that I would go on some, I would start a GoFundMe in the summer um, and that would be the only project that I would do. I would just send it to family members, I'd send it to some of my friends to raise money, which is definitely um, helpful for the cause, of course. But the biggest thing I realized is that people don't really know what's happening and educating ourselves about it is extremely important. You mentioned this, um, I thought you said it really effectively in your article for Montrose's uh, school newspaper, The Looking Glass. You said Yemen isn't an election year issue and most people don't know much about it. And I think you're really right. Like you said, it's been a blip on some news feeds, but the chance to really connect to what is going on for the the folks living there. And I've just um, only delved in a little bit myself, but the perfect storm that seems to be coming together of their five-year war plus the COVID pandemic, it really has heightened the risks that people are living with and dying with there on a daily basis. Right, right, exactly. It's, it's scary, you know? Um, and I think as humans, we really do want to empathize. There's something that's pushing us to want to care, but there's something that's just, we haven't connected on any level with the Yemen crisis in recent um, years, which is really saddening. But um, what I realized in the project is that I wanted to do something so people could learn, but they could also connect 
It's not just about, you know, reading that one article online or hearing that one statistic on the news. It's about talking about this crisis, but having real conversations about it. So that's kind of how Youth for Yemen was born. Um, yeah, tell me it, about that. This is a, a virtual event that you created. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, I made it in less than a week. I came up with the idea on a Sunday and it happened on a Friday and it all came together. But um, essentially, I made this one hour guide um, and it was all based on the statistic that was the first thing that piqued my interest and kind of got everything running, um, which is the st statistic that a child dies in Yemen every 10 minutes from preventable causes, mm. which is just unfathomable. I think especially because, you know, I'm just a teenager. I've never been overseas. I've hardly really witnessed or experienced poverty in my life. And so that just really shocks you. It mm. makes it real time. And so I decided that I wanted to do some sort of event that would include prayer, reflection, education, and conversation. So Essentially, um, we had a 24-hour Zoom call from, you know, 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. on um, a Friday in August. And essentially, people signed up in pairs or in threes or fours. And they came onto this Zoom call for one hour. And they went through this guide that I created. And some of the sections in the guide were reflection. Some of them were educating yourself about the history of the Civil War, about um, the United Nations, about the embargo. Um, about all these different things that have created that perfect storm for Yemen and what we can do about it. So um, it was pretty, it was a really amazing experience. Um, so every hour at the top of the hour, I would head on the Zoom call, you know, a couple of people would join the call, a couple of people would leave and we would just, near the end of the guide, we would always just talk about like, I would say, you know, how did you like it? What did you learn? How are you feeling? And there was just the most amazing reflections from people. And it almost, you know, it always took me back because I was so exhausted <laughs> after that day. And I was so, I don't know, I was, there was a lot of doubt in my head too, because I was thinking, you know, are we doing anything, you know, in the grand picture, like are these 24 hours doing anything if we're not, you know, gonna stop this entire civil war? Is there anything that's actually gonna help? But um, right near the end, um, another girl from Montrose, her name's Neha, was, talking with me and she was saying, you know, like every single little thing for this, for Yemen, everything we're doing to try to help Yemen, it counts. And I included that in my article too, you know, prayers are heard. The smallest ounces of empathy matter, even if it doesn't feel like it. Earlier, you mentioned helplessness. And what you're talking about is the process of facing your fears and saying, hey, I don't know if this is going to make a difference, but I'm going to try. That transfers that feeling of helplessness into one of hopefulness. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think what I realized when I was creating this Youth for Yemen event is that, you know, again, I created it on Sunday and I was like, what can I do over the course of these five days to get this together? And my original goal was like, I'll just have one person per hour. We'll get 24 people to do it. But it ended up being 50 people um, on the dot and exactly half of those were either current students at Montrose or graduates from Montrose. And I realized how easy it was to just tell people that I was passionate about something, tell them that it mattered to them too and that we need to take action. And immediately all of these people just jumped right in. They wanted to know exactly what they could do. They wanted to attend, give a donate, um, donate an hour of their time and really dig into those conversations. Um, and that was extremely moving. 
for me. My dad was a Peace Corps volunteer when he, and he was in Liberia. He's been all over the world, but he also lived in Yemen for a long time. And um, so he was the one that helped me, you know, create the guide, make sure it all made sense, made sure all the different intricacies of the Civil War were lining up with what was happening, um, and also making sure I wasn't biased in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, throughout that, those 24 hours, he would just kind of check on, check in on me, like, how are things going, you know? What are people thinking? And that was really what motivated me because I realized, you know, for me, I just found out about the Yemen crisis. I wanted to do something, but um, I realized that all of those people that were coming to this event, they were going home and they wanted to have those deep conversations. People were telling me that they brought it to their dinner table. And that's what really mattered to me. Um, so when I came back to Montrose, finally, <laughs> um, I realized that it wasn't going to be done after the 24 hours were done. I thought it was going to be. I wasn't planning on really extending Youth for Yemen, but I realized that there was this spark and we could keep spreading that. And I really wanted to bring it to Montrose. So I shortened the guide to 20 minutes and people went on Zoom with their big and little, bigger little sister groups and they went through and educated themselves about the Yemen crisis. And yet again, you know, I got all these texts and emails and different responses from people just telling me like, wow, you know, I'm shocked or how is this happening or, you know, what can I do? And so it's been incredibly moving and it's reminded me that even amidst a pandemic, even during all this craziness and the uncertainty, people still care. People still want to empathize and, you know, that helplessness is so present, but we can change that by choosing empathy. You know, what you've done besides, like you said, really encouraged people and asked them to dig in to a cause that needs our attention is you've also elucidated the process, right? You need, you need that spark. You need a mentor like your dad. And then you need people who are going to say, yeah, if this is important to you, um, I'm with you. You know, you can never stop learning. That's what I realized when I was making the guide and when I was researching about this, you know, there's no end to empathy. There's no moment where I'm going to become an expert on the Yemen crisis or, you know, you spend one hour digging into it and you know everything about it. It just matters that you're thinking about it and you keep learning and you keep empathizing and keep praying and keep giving. I'm your host, Mary Cahill Ferrella, and I'd like to thank Mavis Fahey, a member of the class of 2021, for sharing with us her passion for the plight of the people of Yemen. If you haven't already, please hit subscribe when you listen to Montrose Podcast. And thank you for joining us for this Montrose Mini. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned.